This episode is a lot about painting um, and how I'm a painter. I'm, I interview a lot of painters recently. I'm about to post some more interviews with painters. So I thought I'd start it off with me. I'm a painter. Um, let's talk about this art stuff. You guys ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. What's up, my people? My my podcast people, listeners to this podcast, how are you doing? Hope you're doing exceptionally well. I really do. I hope that you are living your dream, that you're living your purpose, that you're relaxed, that you're stretched out, back flat. I'm not actually back flat. That would be a little bit too much, I think. But um, I hope you're doing really well. I just got really happy because I, I turned and I saw it sounds some of the things if I this sounds pretentious, what I want to say right now, because I turned, I looked, I saw my paintings. I got happy. Does that sound pretentious? I don't know. <sighs> I, I need I need a, a therapist to listen to my show so that they can break down the ways in which I overanalyze my own thoughts because I do overanalyze my own thoughts. But um, yeah, I'm doing some, a lot more painting now. Um, in my house right now, probably have like 10 of my own paintings, which isn't a whole lot. Um, but you know, painting has been one of the most interesting um, parts of my life. If you really look at my relationship with painting, you it, it tells you a lot about the more dramatic aspects of my life. And I haven't been alive too long. I'm in 31 now, for two days, is a good age. Um, it's a good age. I really, you know, I don't think there's anything too bad with it. You know, you can see some of the shadows on the mountain. <laughs> but um, 31's cool. But um, painting has been, you know, a part of my life. Um, and um, it, it's been a part of my life that I think I've always wanted to fill the most, you know. And I think there has to be a part of everyone who wants to be a painter because I'm just like, you know, painters are musicians, except for you can see the whole composition and it's uncompromised. It's un, you know, and it's in medium, you know, like there's, and it's completely unjustified, especially now. I mean, I guess it probably always has been equally unjustified, just relative to the resource. Like, um, But then what aspect of human- humanity is justified? Um, it all serves an end. And painting is just, it's, it's, it's such a fascinating... I'd love to hear your guys' um, or someone else's opinion on painting. But anyway, 
looking at some of my paintings makes me happy. I'm really happy with um, my work now, but I was gonna say painting and how that's been a part of my life. Um, if I start from where I first ever painted, that was, um, I don't know what you qualify as a painting. Do, do markers count? Because then elementary school. You know what's interesting? In, oh, I think markers do count, actually. I think there's no way markers cannot count. They're literally, you know, pigment applicators. I think the production of markers does turn their painting aspect into something that is different. Um, so I, I guess it is a slightly different category than painting. So I won't put that in the category, but I did. Um, and, you know, certain things stick with you. The rewards that you're given do stick with you and the awards that you're given. Because I remember I, I received an award in, I think, elementary school. I believe, no, 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 no. It was kindergarten. I believe it was actually kindergarten, which is probably why I was even so much more um, impactful. But I got, I won first prize in this competition. I've really never won first prize for anything. I think that was like the only first prize I've probably ever gotten. Like first prize for something. I think that really might be the only first prize I've ever gotten. Um, And I won first prize for this art contest. And um, basically I drew this really big like eye in the sky. I don't know if it's around somewhere, but but it was, I remember just thinking, you know, about this eye like looking down on there. And I was like, that's a cool idea, you know? I don't think it was even that deep. I just know that it was an idea and I was like, that's a cool idea, you know, whatever. Let's get that book. <laughs> they, they've set me up over here. To, and it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't art grade, you know, it was kid grade. Um, definitely. Like I, I didn't have any refined, you know, motor skill talent or anything like that or like rehearsed practice or anything like that. It was definitely just like a kid drawing. So, I don't imagine, I, I imagine I would be un, underwhelmed if I looked at it now. Like It's probably better in my imagination than it is in real life. Um, but, yeah. I Anyway, so talking about that award, I got that award. Um, and I don't remember too much of what it was like, but I do remember thinking it was really cool that I won and my parents knew about it too and I, I kind of remember us like it just being like a little bit of a thing. But other than that, art didn't really, and that's huge, but really art didn't, art in an institutional fashion didn't really have too much to do with my life. Though I do remember also there was a time, and you know, I feel like I was somewhat old and so I find myself being kind of like ashamed at 
at like this because I'm like, was I autistic or something like that? But I feel like I was like 12 or 13, like, you know, um, anyway. And um, what I was doing was I was cutting these like construction paper. You know, I'm, I'm probably combining different memories. Yeah. But anyway, I remember cutting these construction paper creations out, like these shapes, and putting them on um, construction paper and creating these. Um, I was really interested in shapes. Um, and I was creating art, you know, um, squares. I, you know, it was, it was kind of, it was a weird it was an awareness of shapes that was kind of manifesting itself in, you know, my desire to create art. Though, I do feel that I have been drawn to art for, you know, and I think everybody is. We just interpret it in different ways. Now I'm able to contextualize it now that I feel to myself probably for the first time, this is weird to say this also, I really do feel for the first time I can say easily and legitimately that I am a professional artist. And um, I understand what it means and I understand the pursuit of um, creating a sustaining body of work. Um... But, um, so I made these construction paper things for my dad and I don't remember what age I want to say 12, but I almost feel like it might've been like six or something much younger, but then again, I don't know. Maybe someone in my family can, can tell me the only reason I say 12 is because I believe it was in the Palmdale house, the house that we lived in in Palmdale. And, um, I was 12 or so when we moved there. 12, 13, 14, something like that, which isn't an old age, but I feel like it's too old to be doing construction paper cutouts, but maybe not, maybe not entirely. And then to be seeking approval from your dad for construction paper cutouts, it would be, um, anyway, okay, so I'm confusing myself, I'm straying from the plane at the same time. Let's go back to just that idea of art. Um, hmm. I was thinking also, you know, like I, I liked doodling. There were these things, you know, you guys, some of you will know what I'm talking about. There was this thing where you draw these S's, but it was like block S's. Um, and you do it by drawing three straight lines down, you know, up and down. And then you do the same thing underneath them. And then you'd connect them diagonally and it would create this, I remember it having a name. I'm not, okay, I am going to try. But the name in my head sounds like Stussy S's or something like Stussy S's, Stussy S's. There were S's, but there were like these block S's and they had a name. I don't know. Stussy S's is what's in my brain as a memory for what it was called, but I don't remember what it was really called. But um, I loved, I like drawing those and people would draw those on, on stuff and, you know, it's funny, like, uh, I'm flashing forward ahead to high school, like when people would draw penises on stuff. And I'm like, you know, 
I know that was a hard left turn, but um, it's not isolated to where I was going to school. If you look at popular culture, popular American film at the time, there was a thing. Um, I'm not sure where such things come from. Um, foolishness, I'll tell you that much. But um, either way, it was a thing. And um, I just remember um, lots of, you know, people doing that. And I think, you know, I feel like we make concessions. Um, We make concessions in order to put away our child um, like nature but the wrong aspects of our childhood. I mean, not always the wrong. See, there is a duality, you know, there's, there's a part of us that needs to grow up. And then there are things that have nothing to do with growing up at all. And we don't do a too good a job at deciding what is what and putting what, where it needs to go. Anyway. Art. I've loved it. I've loved it for some time. For some time. Um, and it does paint a little a little picture um, across my life. And then moving to San Antonio, I got heavily into paintings. I had just taken drawing in California before I left at the college. I uh, got into painting, ended up taking, I believe I took two painting classes in San Antonio. Um... Could have done with a third. But anyway, you know, um, really developed a love for it. Did did a lot of painting for a few years um, while living with my parents. And then when I moved out and then, you know, continuing to paint. I've, I've been painting for about six years or so now heavily and, and thinking of myself as going down the path of painting. And I think I've been patient with myself. I didn't try to do anything too soon. Um, Some stuff I did very soon, but it was prints and things like that. Um, People like them. Um, But I'm feeling a maturity or at least a certain progression in style. Now, when it comes to abstract art, and the blending of color and the plates of expression, you know, that I'm attempting to create. But um, yeah, so from moving to San Antonio and really getting into it, um, and then um, some very interesting things, you know, when I gave a performance at a comedic show called Laughter Prescribed, I, I did this live painting, <laughs> which was kind of, a funny thing and I laughed about it with some people but um, I'm thinking about so many things now like there's some really cool interviews from that laughter prescribed thing and I don't know where those interviews are but I would love to republish them anyway Did a painting there, and that ended up leading to the founding of my 
the company that I started Project Four, which is all about media and communication and, and, and creating alternatives to the media conglomerate, the communications industry as in, not that you need an alternative for an industry because an industry contains a focus and a focus is the focus regardless of anything. But in the purpose of creating genre, I think genres are like parties, political parties inside of industries. And, um, you know, they get to choose who the king of the industry is. And communications, I think, needs a genre that is focused more unsustainably. Communications needs a president that is focused on sustainability because at present, there's nothing but lawlessness and chaos. In every corner of art and entertainment, and the art suffers thusly. And the entertainment suffers. So anyway, um, painting is important to me. This whole podcast has been about painting. I'm not going to waste any more of your guys' time just going on and on about painting. Some of you are like, what? This is the most interesting podcast you've done ever. And then others of you are not listening because you already turned it off. But um, I guess for those who of you who are listening, um, I'd love to hear about your stories. <sighs> how you arrived at the things that you do um, and how you think about art and how you think about your artistry. I think people think that they are not artists. It's interesting, you know, everybody is an artist. Everybody is a poet. Everybody. Everybody. Well, no, everybody, because you have the ability to do it. And it's not, it's just not the serious thing that people are thinking. It can become serious. But it's like the record does not warp the action. You know, podcasts in a lot of ways are just thoughts. If you become a podcaster, isn't that now a thing? Because the focus point of your podcast generated some sort of income? I don't think so. Same thing with art. You know, if someone does sell a painting, um, is it because they sold a painting that they're an artist? I don't think so. Art, like the fundamental everything of of, of humanity comes down to users, how much it was shared and not shared on social media. I mean, shared, how much was it? Um, how many people touched it? How many people needed to? How many, how, and that's not even a vanity metric. It could never be a vanity metric because it's not about you. It's not about you. It's not. That's why I feel equally at home with statistics that have nothing to do 
with things that I created. You know, I find them equally set, not, not at home. Well, yeah, at home, but I mean, equally inspired. You know, like, am I ever going to feel pride because a painting of mine is somewhere doing something? I don't think so. How could I? All paintings are somewhere doing something. These paintings right now are hanging in my my view. I'm one of my favorite people. So if I'm not happy with it hanging on my wall, I'm not going to be happy with it hanging on Obama's wall. How is that going to enrich me and make me feel better? On the White House wall, the only cool thing about being on the White House wall is because, you know, they're going to take care of the painting. So you're going to, you you know, I don't know what their rules are for cycling in and out art or whatever. But if you get a painting in there, you can pretty much rest assured you're, you're going to have your stuff taken care of. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead, as I said before, and end this podcast and then um, hopefully end my waking period and go to sleep as it is um, later than I should still be up. So again, thank you for listening. Um, please go to my website, kenya.org, and um, engage with it. I check the analytics and then also I build it for you guys, you know, and I build it for my listeners. I build it to be a useful tool, um, whether that's a tool for relaxation or a tool to um, get at a certain kind of information. Um, let me know. Let me know how it's working. Uh, I would love for it to be a tool that you could use. 30 times a day. Well, that would be a lot. And I will think about that, you know. What would that mean? What would that look like? And as I continue to paint and I figure out how to get a good gallery on there, maybe you'll just come every day to spend time in the gallery and look at the paintings. Either way, I appreciate you so much. Um, so much so that I'd love to, to hear from you. Email me. Um, Kinyo at project4.tv um, do that. I'm not going to give you my social media handles because I'd rather get an email. Kinyo at project4.tv You guys have a blessed day. See ya.